Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. You have received faith. You have received, so you have it. Now, when you have it, you act it. You, can, you don't act differently for what you have believed. This is the problem of Christians. We say one thing, we believe it, yet we act differently. That is why we started yesterday. Your mindset must be renewed. Your, if the mindset is not renewed, you can be religious and not be spiritual. Yeah, you can be very religious and not be spiritual. So we believe God is giving us the Shekinah. The pillar of cloud by night. Oh, the balance died. I've seen this before. I told you when we were at my father's place and we were having service Sunday morning and, and we were now building the church, so no roof, nothing. And the masons were working. And we came to sit outside. And then the sun was chale chale. And then we believed. We lifted up and said, Lord, we received the pillar of cloud over us in the name of Jesus. It was like five minutes later. The cloud just covered us. You can see the sun shining around. But where we were, and we, we were there for like from 8.30 to 11.30. Almost 12 o'clock. The sun didn't show up. Then the following week, whilst we were there, the same thing, because it took us a month to enter into the room. Whilst we did that, we were there, it began to drizzle. So we knew it was going to rain. Then we prayed again. We said, Lord, you protect us from this rain. We will sit here and worship you. And the rains will not fall. We sat there. The area people, they went to church. Some of them were beaten whilst they were coming home. And they came in our place. It's just, it was just drizzling. Too, too. And we finished the service. Believe. We went to pray at Medina Park. You know, a Greek rain. A Greek rain. It's like your finger. Charlie. We were praying. And the, and the, and the rain, we were praying. We have a lot of people on the park. People, you know, they have this chairs, every group and, you know, their prayer sessions and all that. So the park was filled with people. Then we, we could hear the sound, like the wind. And the rain was coming. I wanted to, I wanted to say, let's go and stand. The Spirit of God said, you stay. So I told them, guys, we stay. Then I saw all of them pack their chairs. And the rain, you know how it rains from one side to another? So it was coming. Hey! And we're there. Some of them were looking at me. If I'm not going, you're not going. So... And we were praying more. Assuming this is where we were, 
The rain came like this, with like speed, and stopped. Then it would come from here. Then it, it came from every angle, but we were there, and it was just drops. Cool, cool. And all the other pastors and their church members were under the classroom block, and they were watching us. Some of them were watching us like this, and we were praying. Maraka, say pray, 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 pray. We finished praying, and the Spirit of God said, "When you move, you command the rains to come." So once we were going, I said, "Guys, hurry up!" Because once we sit and last person enters, the rain will come with speed. The last person sat in and bang, bam, and he came. We said, "Glory to Jesus!" You must see some wonders of God to believe something. Faith. Like I told you yesterday, faith doesn't mean you won't go through the thing. It will appear. Otherwise, God would have stopped the rain and the sun will shine. But the rain was there, but it didn't hit you. That's what we call faith. Stubborn faith, the reckless one. Okay? Okay. So today we are talking about God, God in us. Did you, did you learn a lot yesterday? What is the one thing you need to do? Renew your mind. With what? The word of God. What is the world? What did God say is the world? Men, systems. And then he, he summarized it into three forms. And he says it's what? Last of the flesh, the last of the eyes, and the pride of life. He said all that is in the world is. All that is in the world are these three things. Okay? Now, the last of the eye. Once you have, once, once you have last of the eye, you automatically have last of the flesh. And pride of life. We saw it yesterday. Now, if you look at it carefully, it was last of the flesh, comma, and last of the eye, comma, and a pride of life. Which means that this is in conjunction with this, and this is in conjunction with this. I will explain to you. You know, once your eye sees something and your eye picks it, your flesh and your body begins to act according to what you have seen, right? Okay. If you see food that you really love, when we cooked on Monday, some of you saw the food and were like, Charlie, I will eat the fufu. I will eat. Is that correct? Yeah. It was your eye that saw. And your body started behaving, cravings. That was last, actually. Okay. Now look at it. The same thing you saw that you lasted after. Tomorrow, if you see the same thing again, you might not last after it. So last is not what you see. Is you not being able to tame yourself? So those of you that say you will eat a fufu, what happened? Some of you just put one hand in and you could, it was the same fufu. In fact, it was the same smell. Are you with me? So the, the thing that you lasted after, tomorrow you see that same thing and nothing moves you. But that thing never changed. So you see, the last, this lasts has nothing really to do with the thing, the object. It is the doer. It is the doer. Now, how does pride come in? God doesn't want you to rest on the flesh. Anyone that rests on the flesh is proud. Because resting on the flesh means you put God's word aside to now believe in the senses. And anybody that believes in the senses is proud. Okay? That's what God calls pr proud people. Anyone that you don't believe the word of God, you believe what you see, you believe what you feel, you believe what you hear, you are proud. So you see, if you are not proud, you live by faith. If you are not proud, you live by faith. 
Proud people don't walk by faith. How do we mean that? What we mean is that you are making God a liar on his word. But remember, he is not a man. There's no pride in God. Pride is found in man. So anytime you don't believe, know that you have entered into pride. And you did not believe because you saw something or you heard something or you felt something. Something some way from the outside has compelled you. I don't know if you understand. Something from the outside. So he said, do not conform to this world, which is what? External. But be transformed by the renewing of the mind, which is internal. And I tell you that the real change comes from inside. God is not really interested in the outside. He's interested in the inside. Once he's done with the inside, the inside will take care of the outside. Trust me. And we, saw, we said in 3 John chapter 1, right? The Bible says that I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health. And these are outward things. Are you with me? Yes, sir. So we would, what we have to do is to renew our mind. See, I can't renew your mind for you. There's only one person that can renew the mind of men. The Holy Spirit. He's the only person that can renew your mind. I can only teach you. But he's the one who will change it. And you see, the renewal of mind needs your permission. It needs your permission. You must agree. You see, if I believe the word of God, then the Holy Spirit now gives me the change. You cannot stay in isolation from the word of God and expect the change of the, from the Holy Ghost. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, my mind is renewed. My mind is renewed. Because I believe the word of God. Okay. 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 Beautiful. So God in us. This is the second thing you need to know. Then we will start the faith series. Faith has to do with how renewed your mind is. You can't walk in faith if your mind is not renewed. What, what do you believe? Can you see that? You don't believe in anything and say walking in faith. No, confidence. That's confidence. If your mind is renewed with the word, then you act the word. Just like I just showed you. You can't say, God, give me a beautiful atmosphere. I have it in Jesus' name. And you are still finding. That means you depend on another form of atmosphere than what you ask for. That's not faith. Okay, so who is in you? Yeah, well, the Holy Spirit, God. In fact, the Trinity is in us. I saw several scriptures that prove this and I'll share with you. All right. Once you become born again, once you become born again, God dwells in you. Immediately, God dwells in you. God dwells in you. Now, the purpose of God is to live in his creations. In other words, to glorify himself, show forth his glory through his creation. So everything, everything in this life has a bit of God in there. Mm. Has a bit of God in there. Everything has a bit of God. That is his intention. But he doesn't live ultimately in them. But he lives ultimately in us. Because we were those that he, he actually planned to live in perpetually. So God, there's a bit of God in a tree. That's how you see flowers and be like, wow, amazing. The flower by itself has no glory. <laughs> the flower by itself has no glory. 
in Hebrews chapter um, is it 11 verse 3, the Bible says that we, we, we believe or we, we believe that by faith, God what? He framed the world by the word of God. Okay? Okay. Now, remember, when the word of God comes to you, there will be an impartation. So, whatever stones, there are some stones that look so beautiful. Eh? Snow has a bit of God in there. Rain has a bit of God in there. Stars has a bit of God in there. That is called his glory. Because he reveals himself to show forth his glory. Remember, everything he created was to show forth his glory. Not the thing's glory. So nothing has its own personal glory, but the reflection of God's ultimate glory. But these things, this creation, the old creation, he didn't want to live in with his fullness. So everything has a bit of him. But when he made the new creation, his fullness, the whole of him, dwelt in us. So the fullness of God dwelt in us. That's what John said in John 1. He said, and we saw his glory. The glory as of the only begotten son. Full of what? Grace and truth. And what did he say? Of his fullness we have received. Grace for grace. So we have God's fullness. The tree cannot compare to you. Animals can... can, can. <laughs> a lion is magnificent. Not because of itself. The lion is a lion because it, it rep represents a part of God's glory. The sea runs like that, you know. It's so strong. Huh? Yes, sir. Because it has a bit of God's glory. When the glory is taken, it has nothing. Okay, if you don't believe this, when Jesus was going to Gadara, the Bible said there was a river. Rivers don't behave like seas. But a demon, a spirit, caused a river to behave like sea. And it began to behave like a storm. Because what? There was a spirit behind. So if you check how Jesus dealt with the matter, the Bible says that he rebuked the wind. The wind there is spirit. He rebuked the spirit and he shush the waters. That's what he did. If you check your Bible, look for. The Bible says, and Jesus rebuked the wind. That's when I, I knew how to cast out devils from people. Because it, it might not be the people themselves. It might be a wind or a spirit behind. So you rebuke the spirit and then you deal with the person. Okay? Yes, uh-huh. So the spirit behind the river made it look like, uh, like, like, like a sea. And it was, it was, it was, it was roaring like, like the sea. So the same way, if God's spirit Okay, it's in this microphone. Anytime you see, you're like, wow. There will be something extra. But that's what we'll be praying about tonight. In other words, it's called the anointing, you see. But you can't say anointing in trees. Because anointing is what makes you extra. Separated and extra amongst men. So you can call it the glory. You can call it the glory. So everything has the glory of God. But those things don't have the fullness of God. Now, my question is that if these things that have the fringes of God's glory or spirit can be seen and people will be like, wow, such an amazing wonder, such creation, how much more we that have all his fullness, not a part of him, all his fullness inside of us, 
we are spectacular. That is what he calls us peculiar. And that's why he calls us masterpieces. And that's why he calls us first and best. Because of who that lives in us. We by ourselves <laughs> cannot glory. We by ourselves cannot. Now, why am I sharing all these things to you? I want you to be conscious that someone lives in you. And because he lives in you, you are different. You are not a normal man. You are not a normal man. The sea is not normal water. Go there. It will shock you. The lion is not a normal animal. You see? <laughs> you know the, the things you guys, the ladies, the pawns? I saw some stones, beautiful, different colors. When you pick them and you touch them like you think, they are, you think it's pawns. I don't know if they pick different colors. I saw purple, I saw brown, and something like golden or yellowish. I said, God, what stones are these? And when you touch them, the colors, you know, the powder. And I'm like, wow. I know where pawns came from. See, there are things we haven't seen. There are things you haven't seen. Sometimes read the Bible and when you see some creations or some creatures, go and Google and see them. You'll be like, hey, God. Yet, he doesn't live fully in them. He lives fully in us. I want you to believe. I want you to believe. Be conscious that God lives in you. Say, God lives in me. Say, God lives in me. The reason why sometimes you don't feel yourself like you don't believe in you is because you don't know that somebody is in you. You don't know. Then if you don't know, you can't act it. Can you see that? Yeah. Once you know, wherever you go, you are conscious. You just know, no, I'm not like anybody here. I don't care if they are believers or not. I don't know. If they are believers, they, if they don't know, then it's fine. But I am aware. So I know if I come into your midst, I'll be different. Because of the consciousness of God that I have in me. Today we're listening to uh, uh, Prophet Ubert Angel when he was talking about Pastor Chris in the UK. You heard it. Yeah. He said, when the, immediately he landed, his feet and the cold hit him. Then he said, the son of the king of heaven is here. Remove the cold. I want warmth. Then they said, immediately the sun appeared. And everybody started taking up there because the warmth, like, immediately they didn't know. Some didn't hear. The place became hot again. So they took off their jackets. And no one he was walking to, actually, he was actually walking from the plane to his car. So that distance, he didn't want any cold. Hey! Hey! <laughs> like, like, I'm walking to mommy, but it's so cold. I said, remove the cold. Said so the son of the king of heaven is here. Said, I want warmth. And it happened. Then, when he went into the, to the car, then he said, but the British people, they like their cold. It will not be fair for them. It's, 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 it's Christmas, winter. He said, God, please remove the, the warmth and give them the cold immediately. Immediately. He said, not five seconds after. Not immediately. It changed. See, consciousness releases power. Trust me. Consciousness releases power. So, for, for the Bible, if you read the account of, you know, a lot of Bible scholars and everything, they would, when they get to Romans 12 too, they said this is the most powerful scripture, that you, verse that you can ever find. 
in the whole of the Bible. Renew your mind. That is where you receive impact. You know what the Bible says? The Bible says you, you'll be able to prove what is good and perfect will. Hey, God has a will, but I can prove it. I can prove it. Wow. Why? Because my mind is renewed. Renewed according to his word. Because the word of God is the will of God. So once my mind is renewed, oh my, life is here. Okay, say so God is in me. God is in me. Believe it. Say God is in me. Like as you are sitting now, like just feel like 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 God feel like God is in you. You know, yeah, you, you just you just feel like God is in you. If you just know like God is in you. Yeah. Yeah. As you are walking, when you are just feel like God is in you. That Uber driver will not will not dupe you. You can't dupe God. You go to you go to work tomorrow, they can't talk to you anyhow. God has arrived. You see, the consciousness. There's a difference between saying and being conscious. There are two things. You can say what you're not conscious of and you don't have any impact. You see, consciousness releases the, opens the pipe of supernatural. Boom. Because that's where it comes from. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Where does your consciousness come from? Your soul. Right? But the reality is from your spirit. Your consciousness, that's where you have behavior. Now you are conscious, you behave it. So you don't walk like you are afraid. No, God is not afraid because he's in me. Even when, when you are walking in the dark and there's somebody, there's a, another man with you, you kind of like, you have some boldness, right? You're not afraid of whoever because you know you are too. Okay, be that conscious too. That you have God in you. So you are walking and you are conscious of it. You are stopping, you are, you are ordering Uber and the price is too much because you ordered a loan. You didn't hear that. You didn't you read in your Bible that when he was here, he didn't pay for anything. Now you are shouting, hey, 100. Hey, 80. Hey, hey. No. Say, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. All right. In Colossians chapter 10, uh, 2, verse 10, we know it. The Amplified. Open your Bibles if you have one. Okay, Jesus. And he said, and you are in him. And you are, say, I'm in him. I am in him. Say what God says. God says, and you are in him. So I am in him. Now, how are you in him? Made full. And having come to the fullness of life. Sorry, I have come to the fullness of life. And be conscious about it. I have come to the fullness of life. I am full in him. I am full in him. And I have come to the fullness of life. Charlie, not the quarter of life. Oh. Not the quarter full, fullness of life. Oh. Like the fullness of life. The fullness of life. You see, normal human beings have a life. But it is not full. That's why they die. But we have the fullness of life. The life of humans are not complete. It's transient. It's not complete. It's half filled. Trees have life. But it is half filled. It dies. But there is a life that Jesus said, I am he that lived and died. Now, I live on forever. That's the fullness of life. So you should be saying this to yourself. Fullness of life. I have come to the fullness of life. 
I have come to the fullness of life. I have come to the fullness of life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I have come to... See, you say it until your mind is renewed. Once your mind is renewed, consciousness will come. You have boil in your body. You come to the fullness of life. It must disappear. Why? Boil is comes out of dead cells. It means that some death is there. But how can you come to the fullness of life and have dead stuff around you? Are you getting it? Otherwise, you will accept certain kinds of sicknesses. But consciousness helps you to repel and to reject certain situations. Because you can be there, your body, and there may be some growth on your neck. You touch it and you know that, no, this one is boiled. Immediately, what comes to mind? No, this thing can appear. I have come, Jesus said, I've come to the fullness of life. Full of life. Now, in reality, you have come. But in consciousness, you might be away from it. In reality, because once you are born again, you have come to the fullness of life. This happens, this is for everybody, every believer. But the reason why we read the word of God, which is already in us and has made us, you see, everything the Bible is saying is who we, are, we, are, we already are. But why are we reading? Why are we talking it? Because when we talk it and we read it, it brings us consciousness. It brings the thing that we already have to us. Or we come to it. So you can be you can be close or you can be in this fullness of life but you can be very far away from it. You can be very far. So you say it every time. You say it every time until your mind is renewed. Because this thing that I'm saying, it might not be easy for you to register. Because the more you say you have come to the fullness of life, then some, some growth is here. Then some pain is here. That's where your faith comes alive. Your faith hinged on the word will cause you to say the same thing irrespective of what you see. Remember, if you begin to say, mm, I have boil, you haven't trusted enough. You know what you have done? You are proud. God says you haven't. You say you have. You are proud. You have entered the realm of lust. Of the systems of the world. Can you see how everything is coming together? And since your eye have seen, and your mind is telling you that this is boil, immediately your imagination will start looking for medicine for boil. Are, are you getting it? Yes, no, that's how we work in last. So your mind will be looking for other solutions other than this. You will believe everything than this. When there was cough and people started coughing plenty and the first thing that came to mind was communion. Even if you take medicine, you take communion first. It tells you of what you believe. Yes. You see, what you believe is the first thing that you run to. If Wilson is a very strong man and I know he can beat you, immediately you, you, you try to beat me, I will not run to Alex. Do, do you get my point? I will run to Wilson because I know he's so strong that once I get there, I'm safe. The word of God is your safe haven. The word of God. Do the word. So you take communion because it's our health. The Bible says the cup of this, of the blood of the testament. That is it. He broke his body for you. He bore your sins in his flesh. First Peter 2.24. He bore your sins in his flesh that you may be righteous. By his stripes, you were healed. So what? I go for it. And I begin to decree. Thank God I'm the righteousness of God. 
Yaakov, <coughs> thank God I'm the righteous. <coughs> I'm the righteousness of God. Thank Keep saying it. Keep saying it. It might not. You might not feel the cough leave that day, but over time it will leave before you know it. You because you trust the word. That's the reality. I want you to know that immediately you say it does not mean it to vanish. There are times it vanish for the glory of God, and there are times the more you say, it, the more it looks like it's persisting. But you must look beyond by faith. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because you see with faith, not I. I'm coughing, but I don't have cough. Where's George? George said something uh, 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 three days ago or last week when he was coughing and I asked him. I said, George, are you coughing again? He said, no, I'm not coughing, but I feel cough. There are two different things. He is not coughing, but he feels it. He didn't say he's coughing or he has cough. Do you understand? Because yes, feeling is feeling. And if it's feeling, you to go. If it's not feeling, you to stay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at it. And he says that, oh, and you are in him. Made full and having come to the fullness of, of life in Christ, you too are filled with the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God is saying that I am full of the Godhead. God is saying that I am full of the God. I believe. I, Daniel, am full of the Godhead. I 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 am full of the Godhead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did he, have you heard this story where Pastor Chris was going to the healing school and was meditating on how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power going around healing the sickest? He actually was kneeling at one place and was saying that scripture. How God anointed Jesus Christ with power and with the Holy Ghost. How Jesus, God anointed Jesus Christ with power. Somebody that he was, he had to enter the place in 30 minutes. He spent four hours doing it. Saying that, meditating on it. Meditating on it. And then, you know, the, the ushers realized that, hey, the man is late. Four hours late. So they were going to where he is. To, to call him. Now, I heard that, imagine he was kneeling down here. Once they entered the area where he was, they hit something like a wall. Boom! And they all fell. He was so protected with the glory of God. And he didn't even know that time had gone. That's meditation. So this scripture that the Bible says, you two are full with the Godhead. You can be saying it. I'm full of the Godhead. I am full of the Godhead. I'm full of God. Listen, you release something because you are trying to get your mind to believe. And to get your consciousness to lay hold on it, then you realize that now life is coming out of you. And the power in that word will be unleashed. The power in that word will be unleashed. Trust me. He said that you two are full of the, with the Godhead. Then he, he explained the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. So God is telling you that you, as you are sitting there like that, that you cry, don't even respect yourself or no. God is saying that the Father, God the Father is in you. The Son is in you. The Holy Spirit is in you. Yeah. You must believe it. Otherwise, you'll be living life alone. You'll be living life alone as though you are the only person. Listen. All 
depress people. Their power is emotions. If every depressed person will know this scripture, they will know that they are never alone. Because people that are depressed are always looking for comfort. They are always looking for somebody in their terrain. People marry foolishly because of depression. So that they can have a, comp a, a companion. Somebody to be around you. There's one companion. And there's, and there's one comforter. Is this 2 Corinthians chapter 1? He says that God, the God of all comfort. He's called the God of all comfort. Which comfort again are you looking at? Eh? Haven't you rested on your husband's shoulders before and then you say it's okay, I'm tired. When you rest in the arms of Christ, you can rest there to eternity. He will never say I am tired. The Bible says Jesus he is the only one that came from the bosom of the Father. From eternities of, of eternities, Jesus has always been in the bosom of the Father. The Father has never said he was tired. Yeah. Are you looking for comfort? He's the, see, anytime you don't feel good, pray. You receive comfort. Stop telling people. Let people know that you're, you have done your face. Pray. Then God of all comfort will comfort you. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayma 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-LJedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International Contact Services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.